We're having fun today because you know that it is gonna be okay. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Nick. Welcome to the podcast called Flanagan Weekly. Hi everybody, this is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Thank you so much for listening to my gall darn podcast. This is exciting. I'm excited to be here. Second day in a row podcasting feels like a dream, feels like a breeze, moves like the setting sun, but in one of those like uh, fast forward things that they do in movies where it's like day to night, so it moves very quickly is what I'm trying to say. Hi, I'm Nick Flanagan. Um, this is, I am the titular Nick Flanagan of said podcast title. This podcast being Nick Flanagan Weekly. It is about a man who thrives through struggle. Do I thrive through struggle? I don't actually know about that. But, um, what I'm trying to say is that, uh, you know, once upon a time, I was kind of guy woke up in the morning, didn't like what I saw, went right back to bed. And that time was 9 a.m. today. No, it was actually, it just happens whenever. Today, I actually got up, stayed up, but only because there was someone encouraging me to do so. Otherwise, I might have stayed in for a little longer. And the fact is, I also, uh, took a nap today once I got to the office the office being of course my mom's house which was my domicile until the great plague of 2020 took us into the future that's where we live right now in the future I never thought it would happen but I I thought oh like five years ago that was how it was going to be for like 15 years now, one year later, then Trump wins. Everything's crazy. And now, four years after that, he's going on a balcony, whipping off his mask, mask, you know, doing spit porn, probably. And, uh, just, uh, you know, like depressing the world, essentially. Oh, and Eddie Van Halen died today, and my friends are not happy about this. Not that I'm not. You know, Eddie Van Halen is pretty amazing. I just, uh, I don't know. Like, it just was far from me. It just was something where by the time I got into Van Halen, I was like 20. You know? That's not really true. I like them probably in my teens in general, but it just, you know, I just don't know how to play guitar. And I think if I knew that, I'd have a much better idea of how amazingly incredible Mr. Van Halen was. But I, yeah, I loved it. I loved him. It's just so many people are dying this year. So it's like, I, I don't have time to grieve him. It's October. This is the month my dad died. We're, we're at five years. Almost. 
come the end of the month. My sister posted a nice thing about him, but she has a private account on Instagram, so so you shan't be seeing it unless you know her, which, given my listener base, there are many listening who may know her. I didn't mean to bring it up to something about my uh, dad dying. Uh, that's kind of an awkward thing to bring into. I'm just saying, there's a lot of grief. And yes, we distinguish between personal grief and celebrity or enjoyed creator, important figure grief, two very different kinds. Uh, and I think I've got to make that distinction. I'm now realizing I mourn Eddie Van Halen as one would mourn Picasso, as one would mourn Frida Kahlo, as one would mourn Laura Nero, for instance. And uh, so I salute you, Eddie Van Halen. Eruption, wow. Women and Children First, good record. First Van Halen record I got. Pretty rockin' band. Today I offended my friend Dave Hill in like two ways. Because I think I said Van Halen did something in 1980. I was like, didn't they put out that cover? Was it the Kinks Girl? I need, to, I need to be with you. And he was just like, you got the timeline wrong for when Van Halen put this out and you called the song Girl I'd Like to Be With You, which is not the name of You Really Got Me. So I don't know if Dave Hill's my friend anymore, but I think he probably is. Check out Dave Hill's book, Parking the Moose, if you haven't read it yet. I'm in that book. Just took a moment there to let it sink in that I was in a book. Gonna stream in a few hours too within the green zoom. I guess we're all gonna talk about this Trump thing, COVID thing. I mean, I don't want it to be the news, but my God. Did I talk about this yesterday that I'm just so mad that it's just like, I feel like America's just occupying so much mental space right now. And as someone who lives in a country that is the neighbor of America and is seeing the impact of um, the American divide, which many Canadians contributed to, I'll be honest with you, um, it's very frustrating. Like, we have some issues right now in Ontario that relate to people, you know, why keep partying and not wearing masks and this type of thing. It's in Quebec as well, but there's a different reason for that, I think, in Quebec. It's mostly because French people are, like, born to protest. And um, ultimately, people from Quebec are French people, French-Canadian people. But they've got that protest spirit. And uh, here, though, I think it really is an influence of, um, you know the American um, individualism. So instead of us all coming together to do the same thing and get rid of this fast, or at least like lower these things fast and agree on things, we've got everybody saying different stuff and stasis 
and these leaders who are like, I don't know, I'm trying to keep it down, you know, try not to look at your family. Like, that's what they're suggesting. Oh, you know, we uh, suggested that you only have like 10 people in your bubble, which, whatever that means, that's what the government said. You got a bubble. Like two months ago, three months ago, they were like, okay, here's the deal. Things have changed. You can now hang out with your bubble. Kiss them, hug them, slime them. But don't go out of the bubble. That seems impossible. Everyone has to really agree who's in the bubble. But the bubble, and then recently they were like, forget the bubble. Don't hang out with anyone outside of your house unless you, unless you have to. And that's weird. Because, um, there's just a lot of people who live alone. <laughs> there's a lot of people who are single and ready to mingle. And we gotta find friggin' alternatives for this. We can't just be telling people confusing stuff or they'll break, break those rules because they don't understand them. Figure it out. How am I figuring out? I wear masks. My bubble. I'm not hugging the bubble. They're getting the elbow bump. People are like, I don't know, the elbow bump feels weird. The elbow bump's awesome. You know what isn't awesome? When I see people walking the streets and they don't want to, like, push... You know, the the walk button on a crosswalk or, uh, you know, streetlights. So they kick it. What is this? This is like, to me, something that happens mostly in Canada. Especially mostly in Toronto. People like, it's like, it's like wearing sunglasses at night. Which is a Canadian song. You know, it's just, oh, like some weird attempt at like, Top Gun style cool that just makes you look like a damn fool. It's not cool. It's fool. Be cool, not fool. You know what's cool? Reading books. Looks like I'll, for the next Bandcamp Friday, looks like I'll have a doozy for you. Hope you don't mind that. Should be pretty good. I think. Anyway. Bandcamp Friday, that's when Bandcamp gives all the revenue to their artists. They don't take a dime. So far, when there's been Bandcamp Fridays, I think I've sold one I think I've sold one album and there's been like nineteen Bandcamp Fridays, but we'll have a new record. Hopefully you'll like it. Got any questions? Weeklypodcast at gmail.com is where I'm at. Write me. Help me. Ask me a question. I want to know how you feel about things. I've noticed that there is a uh, thing in America that's been coming along that I, I really don't want to see as a trend. It's the idea of arming the left. So you know those guys you see on YouTube? Sort of guys who look like they haven't even... They don't even play gun video games. Picture them with a gun. I don't think trying to get armed to take on 
those they think are on the other side is a good idea. And I don't think most people, like, we are just not in the French Revolution here. The Americans aren't. The people who have guns in America right now, the right, if you want to call them the right, I mean, they're like militia members. These people have, like, heavy artillery. Just because you're learning, it's you, you, you can't just pull out an AK-47. You're not going to be the Black Panthers, who were armed and who were destroyed in, like, 19 different ways. You know? Guns can't help you when there's, like, dissension in their ranks, CIA operatives, and assassinations while you're sleeping. It's just not going to happen. So, don't arm yourselves. I hate this gun. Like, do you remember when the gun discussion was a whole thing in the U.S. a year ago? Oh, there's all these school shootings. This is terrible. We really got to do gun control. Then something happened. I feel like the right-left division got really even more extreme there. And they were literally like, okay, there might be a civil war, so we're not going to worry about gun control for now. Again, I'm talking about the U.S. Over and over again. And that's why I'm sort of irritated by it of late. I'm just done. You know, I just want mental real estate back. I have a thing. I don't know if it's the ADHD. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But it's like my brain obsesses over certain things. And I used to think, oh, this is my problem. I think it's everyone's problem. Except there's people who've monetized it better than I have. Like the amount I think about, say, you know, how annoying what Jordan Peterson's daughter did recently. The newest boneheaded thing she's done. Or name anybody. Name anybody. <laughs> Like, anyone negative and how annoyed I am by what they've done. All the stuff that irritates me. The amount that that bounces around me gets in the way of the joy I feel almost every instant I'm alive. I mean, as much joy as someone on multiple medications can have. But, but I have all these obsessions that get in the way. Drives me crazy. And I know how to drive. I should be in the driver's seat, but it's driving me crazy. I'm also super annoyed by, like, the amount of partying everyone seems to be doing in large cities. It's just like... Okay, we get it. You know, you're screaming Black Lives Matter. That's great. But then you're going out and cases are going up. And it's like a disease that hits people of color the most. So it just seems like maybe you should be concerned with talk about systematic racism. Literally, disease. <laughs> 
is systematic racism. Like when a disease hits a race or a class of people, that's systematic. So, you know, ACAB, all COVID are bastard. If you have Criterion Collection or the Criterion Channel, I really recommend that you check out their 70s movies stuff. Watch that Hammer movie. I think I talked about it yesterday. Dracula 80, 1972. Real good. And uh, yesterday we watched Black Christmas. The Canadian slasher horror movie that I've actually never seen. And uh, it's widely viewed as one of the best Canadian-made movies, but especially one of the best Canadian-made horrors. It came out before Halloween. It really did set a template for slasher movies. I really enjoyed it. Is it, like, the greatest movie of all time? Maybe not. But is it one of the best genre movies of the teen slasher film? Yeah. Plus, you get to see Margot Kidder. Art Hindle. Others. Andrea Martin from SCTV, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah. Black Christmas. I was into it. Um, I wasn't, like, as... Horror people kind of make a big deal about movies sometimes, and then I like them most of the time a little less. But I'm just not, like, totally a horror person. Like, I love them, but I don't... I don't know. I don't think of them like Kubrick films. Unless it's The Shining, which is a horror movie, I suppose. But psychological stuff or things that are insanely artfully done, you know, kind of gets to me more than a lot of horror, like slasher horror. But I love the goofiness of slasher horror movies. I could watch the 80s movies a lot. Night of the Demons. If Linnea Quigley is in a film, I will watch it. Yeah, she was naked a lot. That's not why I'll watch it, though. That's part of it. That's not why. You know, the reason I think that people should just worry about, like... Like, why can't we self-police in this COVID stuff? It's just common sense. If we all go out and lick each other, there's a higher chance... The more cases you get, the more pe the more chance that old people are going to get sick. The more cases you get, the more cases you get. And the more that we just deal with it with our own common sense, the less that the damn government needs to get involved. We're self-policing, and it could be the first example of amazing self-policing that might actually lead to less police presence. But y'all too busy, though. Y'all too busy having your... I miss doing live stand-up so much. And I can't bring myself to do live stand-up in this era. And I think that's why I'm so furious. Furious! I'm happy, but, but I'm also furious. All right. Have a great night, or day, afternoon, morning, twilight. Just 
Enjoy yourselves. Take care. Playing again. Weekly. Nick. Flan.